And we are live. Hi, everybody. Hi, Mike. Hi. Hey. That's it. Just hi. I got a notification that the podcast is live. Uh, oh, okay. It's now it's like, see, I was watching a YouTube thing and nothing was happening, and I was very confused at that moment right there. So, I'm well, gonna... it takes. Uh oh, I got to turn my volume down. Are you recording this, Mike? Just check. Yes. yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. It will be recorded. It okay. will be fine. Bye. Hey, look, uh, Joel's, Joel's watching. Joel, what's up, buddy? Hey, buddy. Sorry, I've been a little busy trying to get this thing going. <laughs> How how are you enjoying this uh, this lovely uh, cool weather here, buddy? Hey, cyborg! Nice. I see. Okay, so oh, there we go. I got this now. Or do you have it now? I, I mean, do. you got to remember that the 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 Facebook <laughs> or not the Facebook the YouTube thing is always a little bit. Uh, Slow. Well, it, it wasn't even that. It was a whole different thing, but it's all good. Uh, you have to report. <laughs> Folks, we're not a professional organization like ours. <laughs> Never have been. We're not. Sorry. Everybody knows that. We, we've got Andre here to help us out, though. Yeah, there's a professional. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Arrow Geek, Michael Hattrick, Michael S. Howdy, everybody. Yeah, welcome, everybody. Glad to see everybody coming in. Sweet. So this is episode 46. We're going to call it the Flight Fest Texas 2018 pre-show. Now, does that mean we're going to talk about just Flight Fest and that's it? Probably not. No, we're we're going to have uh, Patrick here, you know, squirrel and all that. So it'll all be good. But uh, I want to say thanks to uh, Ben, Eddie, Andre for coming on. And, of course, Pat for always being around when we're on. I got nothing else to do, buddy. (laughs) And I just want to apologize to all our listeners to start out with by saying, you know, it's been three months since we've done anything since uh, right before Flight Fest Ohio. And you got to know that uh, life gets in the way sometimes and that's the way it goes. But we're going to try to make this a little more often than every three months. So. We anyway. said that last time, but we're we're going to try again. <laughs> yeah, we actually have a couple of guests that's already wanting to be on, so we're going to do that. Yeah, yeah. So, so cheers. So cheers. Yeah, here's my water because I'm not drinking tonight. At least alcohol. <laughs> I've got Coke. Well, there you go. So <laughs> anyway, um, let's start off with just talking about, uh, um. Flight Fest Texas 2018 starting November 1st through the 4th. I'm excited. I'm I'm thrilled to death since I missed Ohio and I can't wait to see everybody. Yep. I'm jealous. Oh, Ben, I'm not the only one that's excited. Look who else is excited. <laughs> oh, oh dear. Flat oh, boy. Oh, oh, we 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 laughed so hard in Ohio with that adventure. Oh, well, that yes. There was some there was some uh, photos that I got sent to me personally that I think some of the people in the group may have seen that was a little worrisome. <laughs> a little? Yes. Yeah. Did uh, you, like, wipe him down after when you received him, you know, a little disinfectant? Dude, he got soaked in uh, Lysol. Like <laughs> <laughs> uh duck, uh, he was a little worrisome. 
I don't know yeah. what what was going on in that hotel room. I don't. You know, it really scared me. And Mike looked happy though. <laughs> well, he was definitely made up. <laughs> he was. <laughs> I just, I just, I don't know. I, I'm still worried and a little bothered by that. Uh, <laughs> Lewis, Lewis Rusi scares me some. <laughs> yeah. He took flat Mike to a whole new level. Well, a whole different level. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> but it looked like he had a great time. So I guess I can't complain too much. Yeah. Well, he, he, flat Mike had a very satisfied look on his face when he came back the next morning. <laughs> Oh, and if you guys that are just listening and uh, um, not able to see this podcast, you need to go out to YouTube and at least take a look at uh, Flat Mike because he was uh, he was assaulted. He was assaulted deeply, <laughs> <laughs> and over and over again. I think <laughs> I don't know deeply if deeply is a word you really want to use. Let's stop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, Texas, that is. Yeah. Well, he's coming back to Texas because I guess he's going to take off with somebody else. I'm not sure who, but <laughs> he gets around. Yeah, he, he kind of gets around a little bit. So, so we got this little Flight Fest Texas thing coming up, and I, I, I'm very excited for it because I get to crash Eddie and Wendy's house, and uh, and then we're going to go up to Apache Pass Air Park, and that venue looks pretty darn cool to me. Yeah. Yeah, that's neat. The flyaways are interesting, aren't they? I mean, uh, last year we did two, and I think the, even the flight test guys admit that was it was neat, but a little a, a little much when you when you think about the uh, the hours and the and the, the time involved and and what it takes out of their cycle for production. But okay. uh, you know, going to this place, which is an established you know RC flying park, and then some. Yeah, uh, you know, half the workload's already done, so that's right. going to be awesome. Yeah, you're not cutting down any trees, are you? No, no, we're not, <laughs> we're not, we're not, not like down. We're not mowing, you know. You know, and it's uh, you know they're established. They got RV parking with all the facilities and everything. You're going to have some nice property to, to, to camp on, so it it already looks really good. Yeah, dude, I'm bringing down my uh, my breakdown fly rod. I'm going to do some fishing on the river that goes through there. <laughs> hey, nice. <laughs> yeah, that sounds cool. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, wake up, Eddie. I'm awake. I had uh-huh. to cough. I'm trying to be polite and not blow everybody's ears out. <laughs> Thank you. So, uh, so Andre, as volunteer coordinator, um, given I, I have no idea, like I have no feel for how many people are registered, what size this is going to be. Um, do you have enough volunteers? Do you feel good about this going into it? Um, wh- what's the dealio? So last time I talked to Austin, they were pushing towards or trying to push towards, uh, I think they've passed the 350 pilot mark and they're, they're shooting for 400 now, which is going to be perfect. Uh, volunteer wise, I think I'm on tap and I'm more than happy to say that my, you know, the red shirt guys is about, I'd say about half of you guys are, you know, red shirts from Ohio. So, so the knowledge base is there and, this this event will probably have a little bit of the Florida feel to it, so it's not going to be overwhelming in the sense that, like, Ohio is such 
a big, you know, like we hit the road, we hit the ground running on Thursday and it's by time Friday, we're at full speed for, for like four days straight. On Thursday, we hit the ground running on Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, true, that's true. It's a beast, but we also got to establish everything where, where we're rolling into this thing. And if you look at the map, which is on the, uh, on the website now, you know, we've got our STEM tent. We've only got one build tent. Uh, and then we've got the store, the crew, and then the rest of it's established and, and two flight lines, which will be kind of interesting, the East and West and then the whole scale. I don't know to what degree we're using. Um, I think we're just using the grass strips only last time I talked to Austin. And then obviously there's the FPV park and everything. And then the dedicated parking. Uh, so we will have shuttle services and all this. So I think last time I looked, because I've got to do my volunteer stuff this weekend and set up the schedule, but I think we are in the 40, 50 range for regular volunteers. And we have, 20 odd uh red shirts uh wow, so, nice. so my, my flight crew so i feel we have enough to deal with the majority of it and and as i always say going into this kind of thing when i talk to the volunteers it's about flexibility and we will adjust and and coordinate and so you know friday is kind of our soft launch day and then we go in there and we work from there and then by sunday we've got this thing nailed down and, and every event is is uh, I call it a unique learning experience every time we go at it because we learn something new. And but you know, collectively between you know everybody who has stepped up to be a you know a flight crew member, myself and Austin and the whole flight t- test team, you know we've got a fairly big knowledge base now of how to run these events and how to organize them. And if you look, and I, I think this is what really makes me happy and proud, is if you look where we started in 2014 and you look at Ohio this year. I mean, it was phenomenal. I mean. It's gotten yeah. bigger, but I think we made some really good steps this year to keep that that yeah. that feeling alive and just you know and have a bunch and we've you know I've got my 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 flight crew chiefs and everything who are so the you know the flight line guys and and we really took those steps that we've talked about for a long time and we were able to just plant everything and work. I was so proud leaving Ohio on the uh, you know on the following Monday when when it was all done because it just it worked out better than I could have hoped for. So. That says yeah. a lot. It says a lot about the community, and says a lot about all the effort and the um, the pride and care that's put in by everybody who picks up a red shirt or an orange shirt. You know, it was uh, for me. I, I, it was definitely you know you, you could feel like uh, Flight Fest had come to maturity in terms of a large event, or at least you know had taken some big steps. There there wasn't anything nature was throwing against <laughs> us or any of that thing this year. Thankfully, yeah. Um, but 2014 will always be magical. Oh yeah. But, but this was, this was an, a fantastic year. Everything just seemed to feel right this yeah. year. So I, I'm, I'm excited. I was a little concerned that I wasn't going to be able to do Texas and then things have turned around really nicely. So I'll be flying out on the Wednesday and, and landing. Um, you know, it's not too bad to travel. It's not like California where by the time we get to dinner, it was up for 24 hours, right? Right. So right. at least this one won't be as bad. Uh, and, and then we go from there and we just, you know, feel it out. I, I've never been to this place. I guess, Eddie, you're the only one who's flown out of Apache? I haven't flown at Apache. Oh, okay. Patrick Hines has been out there, but I yeah. have not been out there yet. Yeah. And uh, the you know we will we will be running some of our our normal services like uh, the shuttle service and everything particularly for the RV camping the the, uh, the connected RV camping because it is a, a little bit of a distance away so some of the standard uh, standard offerings that we like to uh, put into play are going to be there and well, then what I what I'm really excited about is is that since we're in Texas we don't have golf carts we have horses right. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Horse and buggy. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. To her, that, just right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's it's gonna be neat actually. And then I think there's a, there's even a golf cart rental service, so I'm sure I'll have oh, a wow. golf cart police running around just to make sure no one's getting run over and stuff. And all yeah, I saw all the normal had, like, fun stuff. Or yeah, uh, well, oh, that's wow. You know, nice. it's that it's always Saturday night where where you know all our antennas are like peak because people are zipping around. You're like, no, I I don't want my medical crews to have to deal with that. Right. So it's a fascinating experience, still. You know, yeah, and. and like I said, we're coming into an event where we're at an established location. You can't ask for more than a, you know, like the, the place looks, even just looking at the map, I'm like, this place it looks amazing. Out. And, you know, we have, uh, we've actually got a guy who's going to be doing all the RV, handling the RV, who's a local there. So, you know, that part of it, there's one last thing where we've tried and manage. We've just said, no, here we go. And, uh, and firmed it off. And you know, the schedule looks pretty darn good. And I think we actually might, you know, enjoy, I might actually be able to relax and enjoy a combat. <laughs> That's my goal, Andre. My goal is to, for the first time at Flight Fest, to actually fly in a combat. I have yeah. not yet. I've been there every year. I haven't yet flown in a combat. Oh, I, I, I've never experienced a combat, but every time I stand there, it's just like, it's like, it's just stressful when you're, when you're doing the role and you're watching and like, uh, you know, we have stories of, uh, uh, of California and stuff and you're just like oh, oh, oh gosh yeah. oh gosh you know so it's uh, flying out over the highway <laughs> yeah. so this one should be pretty good and i think um i i, I don't think it's a sole electrical event this year it is what so oh i Eddie, bring the telemaster <laughs> i don't remember where are we gonna there. put it yeah. <laughs> it's seven feet long and eight feet wide. <laughs> Rent a trailer. You get a, spare right. you get a spare tent strapped to the roof of the, the, the truck, right? Uh, hey, that would be about the only way we just fly it down there. <laughs> right. <laughs> you let we'll let Wendy drive, and you and I just take turns flying all over the truck as we go down. That would take a long time because that is one slow airplane. <laughs> Hey, I know how you can make it faster. <laughs> yeah, put 30 EDFs on it. No, just right. the wings. Oh, yeah. Clipped wing telemaster. There you go. Nice. I like it. Go from eight feet down to, you know, seven. It'll improve the roll rate. Absolutely. Oh, it doesn't wow. roll now. Unless you cut the ailerons off. Well, yeah, that would be bad. Well, it probably fly great as a three channel. Yeah, it would. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, the roll would just be gone. So, Andre, do you know? Um, have they talked about how they're going to do? Because I know that not everybody's going to be RV camping versus tent camping. Have they talked about that? Because I really haven't seen a whole lot about it. As in. Where are we? Where yeah, where we? Where we? Go, where are we gonna put tents? Uh, that's a really good question. Because you know, I'm in a tent. <laughs> RV parking, uh, hook up, overflow parking. I just wonder if we're gonna put tents in the non-hookup areas, which are where it says RV parking, no hookups. Uh, it's a potential. I'm looking at the map too. Uh, I'm going to go out on the limb and say on the ground. I'm shooting for on the ground. 
Yeah, maybe in line with the FPV tent, uh, FPV flying area, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> Sounds like a blast. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's a spot intended, maybe right on the, uh, you know, the fix, the full-scale runway. Hmm. Tough to drive spikes in the uh, blacktop, though. Uh, you know, I'll bring a big hammer. It's Texas. I was going to say, yeah. Here. Bring a sledgehammer. It's all good. <laughs> we'll cut. We'll cut uh, wood in the street. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, I lost my hatchet that year. <laughs> it, it's okay though. I probably would have hurt myself with it by now. So it's probably. Right. I'm surprised you didn't that day. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Eddie's like, yeah, go cut wood in the street. Okay. And I did, and it worked. It, it I told really you did. would. Yeah. And then, uh, Andre, another thing that you get to look forward to is everything's an hour behind for you. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, you know what? That's okay. I think I think I'll be fine. And then, and then, remember, Sunday of the event, we fall back. Oh, do the clocks change during the event? During the event. So we get, we get an extra hour of... Yes. 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 Or an extra hour of staying. I don't know. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah, we'll figure that one out. Um, but yes, uh, it won't be as bad. California, that was three hours. That was oh, that was bizarre. And I kept—I remember I kept forgetting. James was getting upset with me because I forget the call. And by the time I'd remember to call, he was like, you know, it was midnight. So he's yeah. all in bed. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I kept getting in trouble for that. And then you know, yeah, you come back to work and you're just like, oh. <laughs> Coming back isn't bad, but like when I when I did the California trip, that was um, what do they say, like an hour a day. So I think by the end of it, we were into our okay. I'm not hungry for breakfast at you know noon or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah, it won't be too bad actually. So like I said, I get in at a decent time. Like so, I'm landing at like 12:30 my time in the afternoon, right? So that'll be 1:30 your time, I think. So yep, yeah. So it's not too bad. And then someone's gonna come pick me up from the airport. Where where are you flying into? Austin, okay. Texas. Yeah, me too. I'm flying in uh, Thursday. Yeah, into Austin because that's cool. what what thirty forty minutes from Apache. Uh, about an, I think it's yeah. I don't know. I know it's about an hour out from from where we're staying uh, at the hotel, so it won't be too bad. Yeah, I don't even. I'm staying at a Holiday Inn. I don't even know where. <laughs> You're not camping. <laughs> no. Oh man. No. <laughs> Yeah. No, I'm going to have a nice hot shower every day. And Me he, too. It Mike's hotel. Exactly. That's what I was just going to say. And if not, I'm going to Andre's. Yeah. And I, I guess I'll have to uh, make sure I get extra towels. Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, well I, can I, I noticed on the map, it said uh, we're what? You guys are, it's eight miles from a 24-hour Walmart. So that's always nice. You know, like yeah. that. that, that well, adds... there? Sorry? So why do they have showers there? <laughs> I don't know. You could probably buy some water and a Coleman stove and make a shower. Absolutely, <laughs> but you know, some water still, uh, you know, still handy for for all the supplies and you know, rubber boots and stuff like that. Oh, did I just say rubber boots? Uh, uh, no, I've looked at the weather. There is only one day, and it's a forty percent chance of rain. The rest of the time looks amazing. So, and again. Uh, it can change because it's the weather guys are always right, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 
Well, actually, speaking of that, I've been getting. I, I will be getting daily forecasts from uh, uh, Tim. Oh, right, Tim Burke, yeah. You know who was a he was a he's a bit of he's a meteorologist and he was sending yes. us information for Ohio. So I have a pardon me. He's been feeding me a report and will feed me a report throughout the entire weekend. So the updated so outlook continues to indicate the dry weather will hold through into for the upcoming weekend until Halloween when a approaching cold front will renew the risk of showers and thunder showers <coughs> da 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 i'm a, i'm not going to be a weather forecaster okay guys <laughs> so 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 a november thunderstorm versus an ohio july thunderstorm i'm not a bit worried <laughs> although although i did used to live in texas and i have experienced some incredible uh changes in weather at that time of year uh I yeah. won't get into that, but you can, yeah. it can be 90 a day and 30 yeah. at night. I mean, you just never know what and, you're going to end up with. And honest to God, it could be 90 at 3 o'clock and 50 at 3.30. Yeah. I've mm-hmm. experienced that. It's, incre- it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's uh, – I. Shorts, maybe, but uh, I'm thinking jeans and t-shirts, which I don't mind. You're going to be in shorts. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. No, I like. Oh, you're going to be so hot. You're yeah. going to be. You're just going to. Thanks, Pat. You're going to be so hot. You're going to be hot and not that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess that's that. That's the running joke. The flight test. Uh, the flight test staff never get to see me when I'm clean and polished, right? It's always like you know I'm grungy and dirty by the end of the day, but that's just the nature of the beast, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So. If uh, the the venue itself, if, if folks are out there planning on going and they haven't been to that area before, um, it's it's kind of at the foot or the beginning of the Texas Hill Country, which is just a beautiful area. The whole that whole area out there, like uh, San Antonio, Austin, New Braunfels, um, it, it's kind of at the doorstep of all that, and it's just such. A, it, this is a really smart and good time of year to have it there. Yeah, uh, I think talking to Austin, that was one of the caveats when he, when they laid out the the fall location. They want they checked the weather. You know, they don't want it too hot. They don't want it too cold, and so we can enjoy the environment, enjoy the experience. So that is, you know, like California's weather was awesome, as I recall. Um, you know, actually, no, I think I heard to that. But that was, you know, that was that was nice because I think I still came home even in April. I think I still came home to snow. So. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 It'll probably be snow when I come back from this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yuck. Yeah. It's, uh, it's getting kind of chilly here. Um, it definitely has finally started to feel like fall. <coughs> I, I felt my uh, east coast side still kicking because I went to the field today to fly and I got there and I'm in shorts and a t-shirt and everybody there was wearing a jacket. Yeah. <laughs> what are you all doing? They're like, it's cold. I'm like, where? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's true. Canada. It's cold there. Canada. Yeah. Um, no, so Mike. Yes, sir. What have you been doing in terms of RC lately? Um, I've done one thing. What's that? RC. I actually got to go to the Rotor Riot Rampage. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Cool. How and was that? It was actually really cool. It was 
for, for everybody that's ever been to Flight Fest, this was somewhat like a very small Flight Fest, only there was a lot of adult beverages and adult language. <laughs> Other than that, I'm telling you, it was it was very similar in in the in the feeling of it. It was very much a festival. And I went of course, because I'm still, you know, friends with Chad Capper, and and I'm I really I've been flying a lot of quads lately, and I really enjoyed it. But I, I didn't, know, you know, I didn't know how it was going to be as compared to a flight fest. So I went more to kind of check it out, and I'm really glad I did because I got to meet a lot of cool people. Um, it's, it's surprising. There are a lot of the people in this community, in the flight test community that is very similar or even the same people that are in the red right community. But I think the red right community guys that are really community guys in the red right side there, they stay more on that side. They do the flight test side, but a lot of people knew me from this podcast and from flight test in general. So it was, it was pretty awesome. Um, really cool places to fly. Uh, I didn't fly pretty much the whole time I was there until after it was over. And then I got to fly. And cause I was doing the same thing I do at flight fest. I, you know, volunteer, help out, do whatever. But, uh, they run everybody off at five o'clock on Sunday and we got to fly from five o'clock till dark. And Oh my God. I had to go. Cool. So it so was less wings, more propellers. It was all propellers. There wasn't a wing out there. Ah, oh, yeah. that's 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 a shame. Well, not even but, a, not even an FPV wing. Nope. No, this was all this was all like quads flying around buildings and trees, and okay. they actually built a uh, um, built a course out there for the freestyle event. Um, that's pretty much what I flew mostly, and oh my god, it was incredible. Indoor whoop uh, flying. Um, a newbie drone set up a uh, an indoor race course that was amazing, and at the time I didn't have a whoop, but now I do. <laughs> <laughs> this is the new this is the new brushless too. The Industrix, yep. And this thing okay. is nice, but I need some higher C rate batteries. I don't like these twenty five C batteries. I want five hundreds. Yeah, yeah. The five hundred twenty five Cs. I don't think they have enough oomph to them. So I'd like to have a little more oomph. So. How does that compare to like flying a gremlin? Um, it's still not as fast. I mean, this okay. is this is absolutely more indoor. Yeah. Okay. But, but on a calm day, you can fly it outside, and it'll it'll do flips and rolls and everything else because it has uh, air mode as well. But uh, this one, you can actually fly around the house. Okay. So I cool. like it. Matter of fact, I did that before the podcast. <laughs> I, had nice. to, I had to get a little time in, you know. Mike has turned into a, a quad guy. Yeah, I kind of have. I remember when I never thought that would happen. Yeah, a lot of I didn't think it would happen. <laughs> I know. But well, yeah, Mike, if you need somebody to uh, give your carbon cup some love, I, I'd be happy to help you out. <laughs> What's that, Andre? What's that hey, one, Mike, Andre? That's uh, you may want to try the Venom battery. That's thirty C. That's about the same price, probably cheaper than the E-Flight uh, 500 1S. Okay, yeah, I'll have to. I, I just haven't been out yet. I've only had it about a week and a half. Yeah. Well, two weeks now, but I haven't been home, so. Yep. 
I've really only had about three days. <laughs> <laughs> what is Pat doing? Hey, there, squirrel mode. Tell him. He's looking squirrel for a battery. Mode. He's looking for a battery for the yeah, phone. I'm trying to figure out if I gave all my venom batteries away or not. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> I had some of those little guys. That, I guess I gave them away. It's not going to help Pat. Welcome. Well, welcome to the FT Community Cast. Uh, this is what it is. So I haven't yet. This is it. This is all you get. I'm sorry. So, Mike, are the props pressed on on the new one? On the new yes, one? they are. They're still pressed. But here's the interesting thing. Um, hang on a minute. Let's see if it'll focus. Come on, focus. It's not going to focus. But they're still pressed on. But I'm telling you right now, better. I have, oh my God, much better. Um, I don't know quite because I don't even have any uh, um, extra props for it yet. Yeah, but man, I'm telling you what, I've crashed the you know what out of it numerous times already, and they're not even slipping nothing. I don't know. I had one come off, and I was. We have an entranceway that I can pop up into and go up to the upper level living room, mm-hmm. and I was just cresting the ledge when one of the props shut off, and James watched the thing <laughs> barrel roll through the land on the right side. You know, the, the, the you know land in the living room versus coming down on the tile floor, and I'm just like, enough of this thing, and that's my my red one. And brand yeah. new props, same thing. They just come off all the time, and I'm like, yeah. come oh, on. Man. This Every one, I've other put. flight. Every other flight. I've already put, I don't know, 15 batteries, 20 batteries to it already. Yeah. And yeah. I have yet to have a prop come off. And it does have that meow mode. So yeah. So you land like this, you, you unarm it and, and rearm it, and it'll spin up and flip right over. Yeah. Wow. That's so the amazing. Problem, the problem with that outside in the grass, I've had it where it's caught, and you'll do the flip, and the prop just goes, and you spend 20 minutes looking for your prop. Right? <laughs> oh, so well, like, come on. Well, I've had yeah. this one. Uh, Sharon has a uh, uh, some kind of blanket on the couch. <laughs> it's got fringe on it. Yeah. yeah. It's been it's been all twisted up in that <laughs> more than once. Uh, scissors work great for that. Yeah. But but you just disarm, go down and get it, and you yeah. know it works. I, and, I, and give, I, them credit. I give them credit. Every time they come out with a new one, they tweak it. The frame looks better. The camera looks better on this. It's got more oh. frequencies, and it's just getting every model gets better and better and better and better. Which is what they need to do because you know they need. They need to encourage us to go from this guy. I mean, we've all gone from the small ones to the yellow ones to the tiny whoops and everything. So, oh, yeah, I still have a, it is kind of neat. Whatever that one, the first one they came out with, that first FPV one. The Blade. Uh, the Nano. Nano, yes. The, yeah, the, the Nano QX. That was it. The yeah. Nano QX. Yeah. But, yeah, this one this one uh, um, is pretty amazing. The camera is unbelievable yes. on yeah. it. And you've got the onboard FPV, sorry, the OSD and information. And yeah, it's, you know, it's just those, those incremental changes that make you want to do it. And, and you know, the brushless motors are fantastic. Yeah, these things are amazing. Yeah. How is the, uh, how is the flight time then on, uh, on the 500? Um, I'm getting about, still well, for. I, I fly pretty hard, so I'm getting about two and a half minutes. Oh, that's still respectable. Yeah. Cause they don't, they don't have the, uh, the old standard, uh, um, end on them. Yeah. No, no, they, they got the high, blo- the high voltage. Yeah. They got a higher voltage. There you end. go. Focused. Oh, yeah. Oh, it almost did. Oh man. There, there you go. go. There you go. There you go. Hey. hey. 
of course there we're all talking. It is. <laughs> yeah, now y'all start talking. But these are better ends than uh yes. than yeah. the old one. So yeah. it actually seems like you know, you don't get near the sag. Um because I'm flying down to about three point two while it's still flying, you know, as yeah. at about three point two. And I can fly it all the way back up from downstairs before, you know, it gets to where it just says yeah. low battery, don't fly anymore. But you I know, try. I, yeah. I still have my E Sheen E10 that I hey. haven't flown in a year and a half that can't carry a camera on it because oh, yeah. it doesn't have the power. <laughs> well, that that new 65 mil looks really good too. I just I just got to a point where I'm like, look, if I unless I'm if I was flying this thing to death and it was like, okay, this 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 you know the old brushless needs to be retired. Well, or brush, sorry. Uh, you know, I would definitely be looking at the next generation. But for now, I'm going to fly this as much as I can. Have you flown outside yet, Mike? No, I have not. But I've the, talked to people that do, and they uh, love it. Chris and I were amazed how well it was and how well the camera worked. And it just it just gets out there a little better than the you know the old Inductrix, uh, you know, which is still a fantastic piece of gear. I like the old one still too because it'll fit through banisters. Like this thing just won't get through. You're kind of like bouncing off everything. Yeah. Another one I used to. Be able to just zip right through little narrow entrances. Yeah, and you're still this, missing a prop. This yeah, one, it's, um, <laughs> there. this one with 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 my uh, head plays. I, I'm not using the uh, uh, the Dot King with my True D diversity inside the house, so I just use my uh, my head plays with a uh, oh god, it's big a, old three S on it and let it rock. Yeah, and and I'm telling you, there's nowhere in the house. In yeah, my old house. I mean, I haven't went to the basement yet. I need to open the door and do that and see if I can go all the way down there. Um, but I've been all over because I'm upstairs, like in one corner, yeah. and I can go all the way to the other corner downstairs, and I still have perfect video. It's amazing. Yeah. It so is. That's awesome. Yeah, that that transmitter, the new transmitter, and you've got you've got full spectrum. So if you've got like three or four of your buddies flying around, you've got enough bandwidth that you can actually get a couple of them flying through the house. Oh well, yeah. Remember, remember, like what two three years ago, you had eight eight Fat Shark channels that that were available to you, right? So it's uh, it's been a good improvement on that problem. Yeah, and they always bled on each other. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I'll I'll bring it down to Texas with me. So cool. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, speaking yeah. of bringing things down to Texas, um, so I'm going to fly down, and for the first time, I'm taking a drone on an airplane, a commercial airliner. Uh, and because I don't do the drone thing very often, um, what should I be prepared for? What? How many bags? Are you, how many lipos are you bringing? Uh, it's it just has two. Two lipos. It's all in one little compact case. Just carry them on. Don't check them. Oh yeah, it's yeah. totally carry on. Separate yep. the two lipos and yep. and honestly, you can separate them in Ziploc bags and then yep. put them in one light in one lipo bag. Yeah, and that's okay. Yep. yep. Okay. Yeah. I like, taping, I like I always, taping off the connectors. Yeah, I was yep. gonna say I used to. I would always take uh, cheap electrical tape and just put it over the ends. Yeah. TSA happy and tell them. When yeah. you're when you're getting yeah. when they're getting ready to say, hey, there's a couple lipo batteries in there that you know is going to well, probably flag for you. This is a Lily camera, so it, it's like you know it, it's more like a DJI battery where it doesn't plug in; it just slides into still, place. Oh, that's fine. Tape, yeah, tape yeah. over, tape over. Yeah, still, yeah, cover the contacts. Yep. Okay, cool. That's all you got to do. Just makes them happy. And yeah. and what you can do, because um, when I went to Rampage, I flew down and I had. Uh, probably 18 batteries with me. 
Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> That's probably when I brought to Ohio this year. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, and all you do, of course, I, I got the, the caps that you can put on the, the XT. Oh, nice. So I put those on there, but I did tape up the uh, the balancer and just taped them up, put them each in individual Ziplocs, and okay. stuck them in my LiPo bag and stuck them in my backpack. And I had no trouble with any of them, but I did print out what they say you can carry. Yeah. Okay. So if anybody asks, you can yeah. whip yeah, because it's a milliamp. It's a total milliamp, right? What it's, hour? It's one hour. Uh, one amp hour, right? Or one watt hour. One watt, one watt hour. hour. Yeah. yeah, and we're talking about milliwatts, and so yeah, well, you have to carry a lot of batteries. Well, and it, there isn't a limit on total, like total watt hours of all the batteries. It's the limit on how big a single battery can be. Right. And okay, most of our, I, I, I mean. Maybe. I might get in trouble with my 6S 6200s, right? <laughs> I, you know what? Maybe that might get close. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Ben, you were flying. What was the brick that you had in that little uh, clipped wing? The uh, super duper angry. Oh, bee. Angry the, bee. the turtle bee? That one actually was pretty small. That was the 1556S. Okay. Uh, it so it felt not, like it was a... The, the biggest battery I have in watt hours is a 6,000 four cell that I used in the C-17 years ago. Okay. Um, but I think, yeah, I think Andre's um, six cells. Yeah. Uh, you had a 4,400 that you brought. We put a 3,300 in that harpoon. Yeah. And I had uh, the 62s and I think I had the 45s as well. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. John John Davis says six S five thousand is about as big as you can get away with. Okay. There you go. That's still that's a lot of batteries. So yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a big battery. Yeah, I don't know if well, I mean, Eddie's going to have me covered, and we all know the rule. The rule is I get I fly once a day. <laughs> what a jet! You want me to bring a jet, Andre? Uh, uh we'll see. I could bring the vampire. Oh, that, that that's a pussy cat, man. I'd fly that. One. <laughs> Or the F-16. Mm, no. <laughs> I would feel bad about the F-16. The Vampire is another game, but the F-16 and I don't get along. Especially Gray. Although it could be better. No, mine's Arctic Camo. Oh, that's right. It looks that's amazing cool. in the sky. Nice, nice. It's just landing on that grass field with all those elements. I mean, No, we'll, we'll walk over. We'll hey, have uh, an electrical you have problem. F-16, you have an F-16 that's not my F-16? I have one of yours, too. Built? Uh, no, it's in the box right back there. I'm just you that. I, I got one over here, but I just uh, we actually uh, last weekend uh, um, uh, Lewis and Martin were over, and we had a we had a bit of a flight fest north, and we had hoped to build, but we got a little sidetracked with some FEV truck action till like almost midnight. <laughs> so we actually didn't build. So I've got Tim Wright had sent me a laser kit and a uh, of an F, of your F16 Ben and the Goblin. Um, oh yeah, he said he sent me one of those too. Yeah, so I gotta I gotta just sit down and build them, but uh, that's uh, it's kind of you know my build season's coming up because obviously it's gonna get wet and you know, but uh, yeah, I know if I was, I think if I was going in uh, and and I would probably do what I did like in in California and I'll just you know I'd build an arrow in like forty five minutes and fly that at the event. The arrow is just like that perfect airplane for that. Um, that or like the Scout, you know, if we're talking about FD, uh, flight test planes that you can build quickly. Mm-hmm. 
Well, Andre, there's two arrows that are going to be coming, so you won't have to build one. Cool, man. Yeah, and it's it, just yeah. it's just nice not to, have to take it. I've got some, you know, I've got some other stuff I got to bring on my carry-on, so that you know, to have to bring some lipos and everything, which is probably <laughs> so, <laughs> add to me getting flagged or something. <laughs> so, so Eddie, since there are two arrows coming, can I can I fly one of them in combat? Uh, no. Damn it! <laughs> but I have foam board. And we have time to build whatever you want to fly in combat. And if you might want to go to the hardware store and buy some Coroplast to make a Coroplast Bloody Wonder, go ahead. Well, that's that's out of hand. Uh, I'd have to buy contact cement and a torch to. You don't need contact cement, dude. You're coming to my house. I have everything you need. Just okay. But uh, no, I I just want to build something quick and simple. I'll bring a motor and ESC, and I'll use your battery and. Then I'll get to fly in a combat. Absolutely. Which I've never done, ever. Because I will actually have an extra, Andre won't like it, but I'll have an extra spectrum radio. I, I don't care. I'll, I'll fly anything. You know that. Yeah, I've got, I'll have uh, my DX6, Wendy's DX6, and my uh, my FR Sky. Cool. So we'll have anything we need. Yeah, why don't you do me a favor, Eddie, and go scout out some places to FPV offsite? <laughs> oh, that's easy. Oh, yeah, I'll be taking my Mavic too. No, no, no. There, no. There's lots of there's lots of land in Texas, man. Yeah, there's <laughs> lots there. of land. <laughs> yes. Lots of uninhabited land. You, you know what I'm talking about, though? Some nice yep. trees and it's, it's everywhere, dude. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah, there's a uh, Mike. There's there's tons of places, so we should be able to find some easy stuff. Yeah, because I I'm not going to be able to fly on site with my FPV stuff because I can't lower. Because you're running 600 milliwatts. <laughs> no, I'm not running that high of milliwatts, but I can't change my channels because I didn't put uh, smart audio on. Uh, so I can't change. So I need uh, to rebuild, and I just ain't been home enough to do it. Yeah, or if you weren't running Spectrum, you could, you know, get the updated FR Sky firmware and then do it from your radio. Yeah, well, you know, without smart audio on my Spectrum, I can't, so. Yep. I'm in the same boat. I I haven't updated my radio to do that either, so. So that allows you to transmit back to the, uh, back to the receive, like the basically go up channel back to, to the quad itself and change. Change the channels so you and change the power. VTX oh, okay. and, the, and the power in the VTX. That's kind of cool. So yeah. it's, it's really nice. Um, none of mine have, well, one of them has tramp. My little 150 uh, uh, Vortex, I can change channels and power and everything. So I can fly that. Because I'm guessing that uh, uh, multi-GP is going to be there. Yeah, I believe so. Yes, I think that. Yeah, I think they're going to run some races or something down there. Yeah, yeah. they don't manage the FPV, so. Yeah, so I'll have to go off site to go fly. Yeah. Which is not a big deal. No, and that's 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 the funny thing. I mean, I in you know in all the years for Flight Fest, I've never flown FPV at one of the events just because it's it's too much it's too much effort, you know. And who wants to get shot down and crash your airplane by accident, right? Exactly. So um, you know, but yeah. I, I I mean, I got out last weekend, and that was the first time I'd flown in weeks, and I flew tons of FPV. I burned off a ton of batteries between the little Sky Hunter and the uh, the Tomahawk, and it was just like, oh yeah, it was good. So 
I know. That was needed. Well, I'm just wanting to go fly some quad somewhere. Yeah. 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 We will cool. find you some spots. And, yeah, I mean, heck, this year was the first year that I flew anything FPV at Fury Field, and that was on Monday morning yeah. before we left. Yeah. Right. Burn back and forth. You run, you, uh, you run. <laughs> Fury Field's funny because I've flown line of sight and I've flown FPV, and and like you realize after a while, this is it's a it's a nice stretch. And when you're all the way out the one end, you're like, I should really turn back now, you know. <laughs> uh, I remember the year I ran the uh, the EFX racer out there, and I'd run my battery out before Wayne had even got the camera ready to take a photo of it. It's like, <laughs> I should turn around before I spec out and back down the other side. And you're like, wow, this, this is a lot of real estate that you can burn through quickly. Yeah, really quickly. Uh, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see too. Uh, you know, every I found like every community we've gone to whenever we've done this go away flights everything everybody seems to have their their different little favorite airplane for these environments so it's, it's going to be curious i'm i'm almost wondering if we're going to see more what high wing style airplanes out in this venue i don't know it's going to be it's always interesting to see see how many builders there are too in the tents yeah. right right i know some a plane that i see a, a foam plane that i see a lot of down here is rare bears Oh yeah, really, dude. People are, and they will, still hop them things up. They are so ridiculously fast. And then uh, a lot of the the racers, yeah, uh, they run those. But those things are ridiculous. And then uh, outside of that, you're gonna see, you'll see warbirds. A lot of yeah. oh, probably see a lot of warbirds. Well, it's gonna be interesting because. You know, like I, I don't, I, I don't know how big the flight test community is in this environment. So yeah, it's going to be rather interesting. You're going to see a lot of flight test planes, or you're going to start seeing more, uh, you know, ARFs and, and and so forth. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I know that um, I, I talked to a couple guys recently, and they're um, some FPV wing guys, mm. and they're and they're planning on bringing a, a lot out to. To hopefully get some FPV wing races going. Oh, that would be awesome. That that's, would be great. That's one of the things I really mm-hmm. need to uh, really need to get my hands on it. Not hands on, but I really got to get my time in and finish off those wings. I've got so many beautiful wings. I would love to fly. Well, we'll see if we can't uh, hook you up with some. Maybe even a, a, a fast FPV wing. Flight. I can handle that. Uh, I get it. I love flying those things. Uh, the uh, the little the little tomahawk on 4S was is just such a treat, and it, we were bouncing around in the wind. I was trying to line up and go through the goalposts and everything at the football field, and I just couldn't. I, it was so squirrely in the wind that I just could, couldn't commit to a to a clean run. Just being rocked, but we did get Luis up for his very first FPV flight. Oh, oh, nice. Really? Yeah. That's it was, awesome. It, it was awesome. So, yeah, I think he had one of those S-800 wings. Uh, <laughs> so the only issue he ran into, so I, I launched him, and he's flying, and I've got my goggles. I'm doing line of sight, and I'm watching his goggles. And the first thing I noticed was his camera was jacked up. 
Oh. So he's like, hold on, I'm gonna put the nose down a tiny bit to get the other oh. side. And he must have been, he must have dove. I'm like, pull up, pull up, pull up. And he was ten feet off the deck. And to his point of view, it wasn't bad. But I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> he had it mounted like it was on a quad. <laughs> oh, it was, it was, it, you know. And it was like, okay, so we tweaked that. And he, he reported back. He's he's gone. He's had his own successful flight with it now. But it was cool. just, it was great to get him going. And I was like, okay, we're gonna get you around. We'll fly in. And I think. Um, it was an older kit that he put in, so the lens, the, the width on the lens, or the, or um, wasn't. It must have been uh, pretty zoomed in, you know, so like some of those older FPV cameras. So mm-hmm. if you get the wider angle lens, you'll be good. Because I run on my Sky Hunter, I run this super wide one, so you can just see the nose and everything, and I'm floating around with that thing in the wind. You almost see wing dip, the wing dip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a good. It's got a really good view, and then I'm running. Um, what do I got? I got my split, my run cam split inside the uh, the um, uh, the Tomahawk, and that that and a nice quantum transmitter, a six hundred milliwatt or something like that. It's just gorgeous, just gorgeous, gorgeous single. Look at what my wife bought me. Run cam split. Oh, nice. And while I was down at uh, Rampage, mm-hmm. I got the uh, Caddix Turtle. Oh yes. So is that the micro version or is that the is that the micro? This is the this is the uh, man. It's pretty small. Um, yeah. But this is this is the uh, uh, the HD one as well, like the uh, the split. Nice. And this is it for it. I mean, oh, it's one board. Yeah, see. And it's, it's really getting... small. Look at that. So I can't wait to put this on something. Uh, I'm not sure if I want to put this one on my Acrobrat. Or if I'm put the run cam split to the split mini on the Acrobat, I'm not sure yet. But, uh, I, I don't know why run cam and these guys haven't just come along and said, yeah, we're going to start putting in a transmitter on all these things as well, you know, and just make it a complete package. Yeah, they need to do something. But it, it, it's it's funny because I remember years ago talking with David Vindestal and we were all like, oh, it's so we're, we're so anti, you know, you know, putting everything into one piece of kit because if it goes out, that's a lot. And now it's just getting to the point now where it's like, yeah, it's a $25 board and it's got your OSD, your HD recorder and your 600 milliwatt multi-spectrum transmitter. You know, it's like, it's exactly. like, oh, and it's yeah. what, 60 bucks. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, but things I mean, were a lot more expensive then too. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. just saying this is where it's gone. Like all of a sudden it is my, my problem with the split and all this stuff is like, you know, I'm I'm almost terrified to buy one because I don't want to like fix it into one aircraft. I want to be able to move it around, and I haven't got to that point, you know. And but I'm still rocking some of my other cameras, you know, for for my video acquisition. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I I want to I, I want to fly everything without a GoPro anymore. I just <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah. And you know, I was thing. well, I was watching one guy um, that that bought his first GoPro seven because he smashed his. Six. Um, no, he, well, he smashed his 5S, yeah. the, or the 5 uh, session. And so he bought a he bought a GoPro 7, put it on his quad, and he's already broke seven. Seven of them. Flying hard. Best no, Buy warranty? Hitting, hitting small, yeah. Hitting small <laughs> branches, and they quit working. Oh, wow. So they knock the internals and poof. Yep. Oh, and he's already traded it in seven times. Oh, wow. And wow. he hadn't really even crashed it hard yet. And he's like, I'm not fond of these. No. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. I picked up I picked up a five, but I haven't even shot a video with it yet. 
You these like the wonderful, Yes, and they should have never stopped making these. These things are tough as boot leather. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mine has got a couple of a good dents from hitting a goalpost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, where's my other one? Oh, it's still on the quad. No. I had to... Uh, I had the the little uh, glass lens protector on it, and it shattered it, but it did not hurt the camera itself, except put a dent in it. Wow! Wow! That's awesome. And there's my other one. Yeah, this is the four, and I've okay. crashed it numerous times. And this is the five, and now I can't do anything with the five. I don't know if, if you can see that dent right there. Here, let me try to. Oh go. yeah, that's a little yeah, punch. Maybe. Yeah, there's a dent in it. I hit a uh, a metal light pole, and now whatever the settings are on it, that's kind of where it's stuck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks good, so I don't care. <laughs> yeah, that's right. As long as you had a settings where you want them, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, it still looks good, so I'm like, whatever. It still records <coughs> and does everything I want it to do, so that's all that matters. Yeah, and then I'm rocking one of these little mini transmitters and a uh, run cam. What is this one? Swift Mini. The Swift for, Mini, yep. Yeah, for for my Defiant Wing, you know, because it's just the right size. Or is that mm-hmm. going into? That might be going into my uh, Apex Two. I've got a bunch of little ones that, they, and right. it's Wait. you know, we 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 popped them off and we ran those on the RC trucks and stuff like that. And I've got an Owl Plus that's really good for night flying, which is something I want to do. I want to get a nice, probably like even the Micro Sky Hunter or something like that, something light that I can slow and just fly at night. Because you know that is. Have you flown at night with it yet, Andre? Which one? The yeah. Alplus. We we did some RC truck driving and it was awesome. I uh, I actually took my quad with an Alplus up yeah. in this when I first moved here into this open field. We were flying all the time, and I put my GoPro on, turned it on. I'm like, oh yeah, this will be cool. I could see everything with the Al. The video with the GoPro, you could see the street lights, and it was all black. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I picked up those little LEDs, those circle LEDs from that from that one guy that was selling all those accessories, and I'm like, yeah, just put them on the front of the plane and just like illuminate everything, you know. And it switches over to night vision. It's like the black and white, and it's great. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah see, I've got uh, a Fox here. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is the, God, I can't even read it. It's so small. Anyway, one of the really super small <laughs> Fox ears. And then here's a run cam, uh, mini Swift too. Holy moly. Look at that. Yeah. It, look at like, the size it, difference of those. I know. I know. And it's, it's not like the, the mini Swifts are slouches as far as size, you no. know, You're like, wow. And this little new Fox ear is a little bitty thing. Yeah. But the lens is the same, so they're just making the cases smaller and smaller. There's a bunch with no cases. Oh, this is the Foxier Micro. That's the one this one is. So, so Ben, you ever got on a podcast and, and, like, they start talking about stuff and you're just like, I got nothing. Because <laughs> that's where I'm at right now, buddy. Pat, just I mean, wait till I you I got some here. cameras, but they're over there, and it's kind of all it's a mess. <laughs> hey, I've got Dude, this. I, I, I put this that. together to stick on the nose of my storage so I could shoot touching guns. Nice. There it's go. got a little. There it's go. got hey, a little man. battery holder in the back. Yeah. Absolutely, that's that's yeah. all you have to do. It's. Uh, 
it, it's funny because I, I, I honestly, I go in waves with FPV where it's like, okay, I can't invest anymore in this stuff because I don't do it enough. And then, you know, I go flying and go, why am I not doing this more often? And, you know, the little, you know, the little, the little small planes that you can slow right down and just enjoy yeah. the environment. You don't, you know, I, I've got my spotter with me. I think that's the biggest problem for flying FPV is I hate imposing on someone to be my spotter. Because that yeah. guy's that person wants to go flying too, and they have to stand there for five minutes while I putts around, right? Yeah, that is the one thing that I can say. The uh, the dart that we picked up at Flight Fest has mm. been great mm. for. It is so docile, and even with the little flight controller in it, I mean, you can just turn it on and go, and it yeah. flies so slow. It's a really comfortable, just kick back and relax FPV flyer. And I'm getting, with a 1300, I'm getting seven to 10 minutes out yeah. of it just putting around. Yeah. That's, that's cool. kind of my, kind of my feeling with the, uh, the sky hunter it's just i've taken my hands off the control to adjust my goggles and the guys are like what are you doing i said hold on the plane's acting you know the plane's fine and my goggles are funny you know i'm like i gotta turn my hand on my hands were off the remote and it's just kind of like yep <laughs> so no flight control or nothing yeah i remember the uh what, are the, what was the one i tested there the the football looking one uh, not the dart was the bigger one. Anyhow, Strix. oh the goblin, the not goblin. the goblin. No, that was it. Was the, it was the, it's the dart's bigger brother. Anyhow, the thing was like flying a football. Um, <laughs> the front end of it is so big. There's so much surface area that even with like wide open with a decent 2200 3s pack, I just couldn't get the penetration. Like, and you're flying and you can feel the aircraft just kind of getting buffeted around the wind. Um, so it's a, it's a very similar experience to. Um, uh, it's a very similar experience to, to flying like the micro on a, like a three S 800 in the wind. You just kind of like, you, you start getting vertigo in your goggles. Cause the plane is just being just buffeted, buffeted and you're like, yeah. Oh, so yeah. Once yeah, talk Luis, about <laughs> Luis just showed up and he goes, uh, who said you guys could start already? Yeah. It's like a good thing we did. So we can get what we have to say about him out of the way. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Which EDFs do you want to country. talk about? Well, I I have to give props to Ben for just making me want to build really big jets with EDFs. No again, you know? <laughs> uh, I saw that, and I and the first thing I blurted out of my mouth was, "I have two four S seventy mils and two four three S sixty four mils." I'm going to have to build something really big and stupid. And long as I can put landing gear on it, land on my field, it's game on. Right. Cause I'm like, no, I, I love that. You know, just a big, silly airplane. I was going to do a four motor, but now I'm like, you know, four prop job. But I'm like, no, nah, I got to put EDFs on this and try this. <laughs> yeah. I've been, I've been looking at like the, the F 16 and the, I've got the F 16 and the F four were the kits that I got cut out. Hmm. And, uh, you know, Ben and I were talking recently, and he was like, what do you want to do, 4S or 6S? And I'm like, um, I got 6S packs. Let's go 6S. <laughs> Let's go, yeah. So he told me the EDFs to get, so I'm like, oh, God, this whole not having a job thing is making it really hard not to spend money because I really want these EDFs. Yeah, yeah, and Wendy just got on, so you're in trouble now. Yeah. I don't know. No, no, no. no. Uh, I, I've got a nice 4S 70mm 12 blade waiting to go into Ben's kit uh, as soon as I have some build time and I've got some nice servos and everything. So that plane will be beautiful. And I suspect if I can, it's white foam board. So if I can coat it up and do the belly up and everything, it'll probably fly into the winter really nicely. I just got to really, I got to really flare in those landings so I don't bring in too much snow into the intake. <laughs> 
<laughs> need to get a skin <laughs> kit for it. Yeah. That'll be, be a good motor for that. That's the perfect yeah. motor for that. Yeah. Because uh, the six blades were cheap, and that's what's going to go into my future, my replacement A10, uh, you know, design that I want to do. Uh, the the Pringles A10. Yes, yes, but the, yeah. the mills are larger, so he's going to be a better aircraft. But for now, I think those those four motors are going to go into something that'll make Ben smile as well. <laughs> and then again, was that B58? Yeah, make a hustler. Something, something. Ooh, you know, that's something a good nice. one. I know that how much I cool. can put into the car. So, and then, and then I got to work up the courage. Well, actually, I don't have to work up the courage. The weather, the winds have been so <laughs> bad that 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 FMS A10 is just sitting there waiting for me. Yep. You can fly that in the wind. Those things fly amazing. Oh, I know, but I, who wants to mate in an airplane? <laughs> well, Ship it to Texas. I'll mate yeah, it for you. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. Send it to Pennsylvania, dude. Come yeah. on. I've got this nice 700 foot paved runway. Yeah. Wow. Well, how big is that? The the FNS one? Uh 1500 mil. So it's uh it's it's hefty. I was uh, I was impressed. I mean, it sits there and you know, I, I mean, can fit I can fit the um uh, the flex jet in the car. I can't fit the FMS A10 into the car. So I've had to build a little cradle for it and everything so I can take the wings apart. I actually ordered spare wing screws because they don't, that's the one thing I, I, I kind of, I really like the build on it, but they don't give you extra wing screws and you have to take the wings off to get it into a car. So I'm like, eh. So that'll come. That'll come. When, the wind, when it's windy in your area, is it windy or is it also turbulent? Uh, it was, it was pretty like the gusts and we were being buffeted around pretty good last weekend when we were flying and it was a crosswind. So oh, the- yeah. If you can't do anything about the direction, then that's yeah. frustrating. I yeah. actually prefer to maiden in a wind because at least I can, well, usually it's a hand launch, but at least yeah. I can throw it into the wind and I, you know, it gives me a few extra knots of stall speed. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Speaking yeah. of speaking of mating, uh, you flew a new build of yours not too long ago, Ben. I did last weekend, and you can yeah. maybe see the wing in the background. Yep. Um, actually, and well, and I just <clears throat> I just put color on it. I just painted it today because oh, cool. I wasn't doing anything else. Nice. The buff. So, there you go. There you go. That that thing is huge. Yeah, it's the best part about it. Seven foot span, and it's like seven feet long. It's basically a seven foot square, and it weighs four. Ready to fly with flight battery in it. It weighs four pounds thirteen ounces. Oh my goodness! How many sheets of foam board? Um, thirteen. Hey, that's bad. That's not bad. That's not bad. So yeah, see, it looks bucks, at six it, bucks a board. <laughs> it looks six bucks a good grief. Canada's rough. Yeah, that's why I might still um, my phone board. Yeah, um, yeah. It it looks like a really straightforward build, Ben. Like like the C seventeen <laughs> was a work of art. Not saying that your B fifty two isn't, yeah, but no, it's the C seventeen is another category that yeah, I, all I together. The deep end. I mean, I was also at that time. Still learning like how I wanted to build stuff for myself, mm-hmm. and how to really create new new things. And but on this one, I mean, the B fifty two is blocky already, so it it sort of made it easier for me to mentally just ignore some of the curvy details. Right. But 
Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, for, I mean that's the that's the wing hatch. Um, if you can see down inside, like, oh nice, just a big square. Yeah. Um, these are paint sticks that I've glued on, and then that's my wing tie down strap. Oh wow! So you nice. just like velcro that sucker down? Yeah, you set the wing on here, and then this goes over the top. And it, this is a an old Aloft Hobbies battery strap. <laughs> Great! I just strap that around, and then and the wings are. I mean, they're huge, but they're flat bottom fold over. You know, yeah. so there's just so two, two film spars down the wing, and it has. I'll show you here. Um, so it's got uh, aluminum tubes mm-hmm. that oh, go okay. perpendicular in, so that just joins the center line. So I put a carbon, three carbon tubes in there, and that joins the wing halves together. Nice. But other than that, I mean, that's that's it. Everything else is foam. And Ooh. and the thing that I that I kind of you would forget about, and this build really helped me like get it back in my head is when you build, when you want to reinforce something, you're making it heavier, which is adding to the mass of the airplane, which is adding to the forces involved, which is requiring it to be stronger. But if you can keep, if you can build light and smart from the beginning, then all the masses are less and the forces are less. And then it doesn't rip itself apart because it's lightweight. (laughs) So, what are, are you flying out on eight EDFs? So kind of, I mean, they're kind of, I would call them EDPs, like okay. ducted props. props. I mean, but I mean, at what point does it just become a ducted fan? Cause it's right. So what this is though is, Oh, okay. Those are 1106 turbo gremlin motors. Oh <clears throat> yeah. There's eight of them. So it's basically that B-52 is being powered by two turbo gremlins. <laughs> right. That's awesome. the, the 1106 uh, motor. Oh, That's nuts, yeah, man. 11, they're 1106 4500 kV motors. And here, to prove it to you, there, there's the ESCs. <laughs> oh, that's nuts. That's so awesome, they, dude. 20 amp? So there's four, four, those are the 12-amp bullets. Wow. That's <laughs> 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 great, dude. So there's four on that wing, and oh, and if you can you can see poking out of the side of the um, the nacelle here, can you see the wires coming out? Mm-hmm. Those are servo extension wires. That they're, they're HD. They're like the heavy heavier duty. And you're using those for the ESCs. That's my mo- Those are my motor wires. Wow, so dude, that's cool as run, heck. So out of the 12 amp bullets, I soldered on. Um, servo extension wires and then just ran servo extensions down the wing for the motors. And okay. So your, your overall cost or a fraction of what you would have yeah. had to put out. Oh my God, that's brilliant. Because and it's got the, seven the foot wingspan. Yeah. The currents for each motor, each motor is pulling maybe five amps. So, Good God. You know, five amps divided <laughs> by three per lot per, per wire. An HD servo wire is more than enough gauge to handle that current. And, and you did that because it was lighter than running thicker, uh, thicker wire from e- each ESC back to your battery lead, correct? 
Yeah, yeah. I I try. I kind of did a trade because you, you can when, when you have to have your motor far away from your battery. Yeah. The EDC has to go somewhere in the middle. You can either put it close to the motor and have long battery leads, or close to the battery and have long motor leads. And from what I've researched and from what I've read, it's better to put your ESC closer to the battery, have shorter power leads, and extend the motor wires because each one is carrying less current per wire. Oh, okay. um, and so it's less strain on each wire. You can go to a lower gauge, so you can have a lighter weight <clears throat> extension. And also the the voltage variance coming out of the battery into the ESC uh, is lower. The, the impedance, you know, noise. Yeah. Um, you're less apt to fry an ESC um, the shorter the the power leads are. So, are the okay. runs are the runs to each motor the same length of wire so you can keep a bit of a balance there, or did you just make them as you went? There, I mean, yes. Overall, no, actually. I mean, so the two in each pod, they're the same. Okay. So the runs, the runs, the runs to these two motors are the same. Yeah. And the runs to these two motors are the same. Okay. But these two are longer than these two. I don't yeah. I didn't put in extra wire just to make them okay. all the same. Okay, that's that's, that's yes, yeah, yeah. as long as you're balanced symmetrically. Yeah. yeah. And with so the wire resistance. Right and left. I yeah. did I've done that in the past. Like I did that on the C seventeen. Those had all the same motor lengths or wire lengths on all the motors, and obviously on the Valkyrie, all of those were the same as well. Yeah. Um, but that's actually the Valkyrie is where I learned most of that. You know, where do you put the ESC um, ideas? Because uh, that one had to have the motors way at the back end, and the ESC mm-hmm. and the batteries had to go way up in the neck, like four feet away. Yeah. And so the ESCs are way up in the front, and I've got like three and a half foot of 14 gauge silicone wire all the way to the back three strands times six wires times four feet that's a lot of wire yeah no that's a lot of wire are you running multiple battery packs and have you did you split them off like you know the two two internal sets on one pack and then the two others so you know a little bit of redundancy and power no on this on this one it's all parallel right down to one okay um the big, big it's, old it runs off of one three thousand four cell. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> good grief! I need a turbo gremlin now. That flies, <laughs> that flies for about four or five minutes. <sighs> so it's a real floater. It is. Well, yeah. I mean, even the. I mean, it's true to form. The real B fifty two is a giant yeah. lighter. Yeah. Right. Um, it's four s four s four s. I mean, the fact that they're still flying, you know. The, the real ones are still flying right. today, and they're projected to keep flying into 2050, which would be a 100-year service. That's insane. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, just avionics updates, hey? Just- they still, they still. I mean, this is a, you know, 1950s entry into service, which means it's, the design is older than that. Yeah, right. And it still has a better, like, cruise L over D than some airliners today. That's nuts. Yep. yep, it's amazing. Update, it's, update yeah. the yeah. update the motor package. The the fuselage is a proven workhorse. Yeah, yeah. So I think actually I might fly it tomorrow at the same place. Um, now that I've painted it, but tomorrow I think I'm going to try and fly it on one of the bigger the, the five thousand ba- milliamp batteries that I have from oh the God. Valkyrie. Yeah. Um, so that'll that'll probably puts around for a good ten minutes. <laughs> Cool, so, that'd so be great. Did you lose by going to these turbo gremlin motors. Did you lose some of that EDF sound? Um, 
I, I yeah, but there's also I don't think it's due to the motor specifically because there I'm also only running it also they're only turning a four in or a, a four blade propeller. Okay, that's which is true. why you wouldn't really call it a ducted fan. But there are I mean then again there's ducted fans out there that are three blade EDFs. That must um, sound terrible. I mean there's older ones, <laughs> but. The so you're you don't have the more blades you have the more you get the air whoosh jet noise and you get more of that. On the other hand, like when you put all eight of these things spinning together, I've got many many comments on the video from people who have worked on them, flown them, seen them, and like they're like, "Holy crap, that sounds like the like yeah. the real thing flying overhead." Because there's there's the jet whoosh part of the sound that you want to get, but there's also a turbine whine that yeah, you get yeah. that has a balance. And I don't know. I mean, either way, for well something done. like this, I wasn't concerned about the sound. I was just, I had all of these little 1106 motors, and I didn't want to build another quad. And so I asked one of the guys at work, "Hey, what should I build that has lots of motors?" And he said, <laughs> "Obviously, a B52." Oh man. And and so we started it's so this is funny. I'm like, okay, the motor the motor's this big. So if I get the smallest prop that I can find, then maybe the model will be like this big, right? I'm in my head I'm just kind of trying to yeah. run numbers and I'm thinking, I want I can actually build something small and have some fun with it. And so then I run the math on scaling from just the, the engine diameter of a B fifty two. I looked up that. I looked up, uh, you know, I, I picked a 1.9 inch propeller and I did the scale and I did the wingspan and I thought, and then the number came out on my calculator. And I thought, that's a seven foot wingspan. But I mean, that's how I was hooked. I had to do it. What would 7,500 KV motors do? Uh, I, I, mean, I don't know. Just go faster. <laughs> Well, I just kind of curious about it because Emacs does have 500 kV 1106s. That's a that's for the B58. Yeah, <laughs> that's. I don't that's know. Would you want to put that? You'd, I don't know. I went. I picked. Well, I, I had a bunch of the 4500s, so that's what I went with. But I also I like the I I wanted the lower kV because I knew I wanted to use 4s. Okay. I don't think I'd want to run the 75s on 4s or even. 3s, I mean, maybe 3s, but I don't know. Well, and, and I'd you're be going, worried about heat. You're going for torque, right? That's that airplane isn't a speed demon. You want that. You want that thrust. So when you say I gotta pull up, it pulls right. up. So right, that's crazy, man. I had no idea that you'd run that on. I thought there were like little EDFs when you first started talking about this. Yeah, yeah I, well, I, I thought I had heard something about ducted props or something on that, and I'm like, I just kind of. I don't know. I thought, oh, I thought to myself, I must have heard it wrong. <laughs> I got so I got tired of messing around with my printer, so I traded it away. <laughs> um, and three D printer, yeah, three D printer. And so I asked. I had. Um, I begged Nicholas Simpson to help me print. So he printed twenty of these ducks for me. Oh wow! Um, cool. This is this is it. That's that right there, Nick. Oh man, right. that is cool, dude. That's that's got one of the motors in there, and it's just screwed into the back, so it prints yeah. just like that on your bed. Yeah. 
That's phenomenal. And then I wrap that in a, you know, in a foam board cowl and then it's got a paper cone and that makes the, the engine nacelle. What, uh, what's your inlet to outlet diameter? Are you still using like an EDF or are you keeping it hundred percent or what are you doing? The inlet is straight. So the inlet's a hundred percent, but the exhaust is, a, is it necks down a little bit, maybe to 85%. So, so about the same as that you would with an EDF. Yeah. I think these actually might be a little bit bigger than what I usually do on my jets. Okay. Cause the cool. ones are short and I didn't, and these are very low power, motors so i didn't you know the more you close down the nozzle exhaust the more power you need to right static wiring from the, right. the motor so i didn't want to pinch the fan as they say on this guy so gotcha yeah cool that's the thing that's awesome that is that is really cool dude and then, oh and then here let me show you the landing gear the yeah. landing gear flew off the first or the, on the second flight that's when the wheel come rolling down the runway, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> this is the one I had to repair. But so here, this is one you can see. They're just pinned on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With good old barbecue skewers. Yep. Nice. And actually, wow. I even used a barbecue skewer for the axle. For the axle. <laughs> That's awesome. Gotta save weight. Well, darn it, man. I'm inspired. So. <clears throat> Yeah, dude, you do some cool stuff. I, I love watching your builds. It's fun. Man. Just awesome. Well, that's, that's awesome that a tur- two turbo gremlins <laughs> can power a seven-foot wingspan airplane. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I was flying it around in the pattern mostly at, like, half to three-quarter throttle. Oh, my it God. Was, yeah, it was not required. I mean, I went – I got, obviously, full throttle for takeoff, but, I mean, most of the cruising around the pattern – was was at part throttle, so it was, you know, well balanced. That's, That's awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah, I so, guess when you're a Boeing engineer, you can do that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Believe me, this has nothing to do with what I do at work. Oh, I know, but dude, it is so cool to watch your your stuff. It, it really, oh, is. Yeah. it is very inspiring. Like Andre said, I try. Hey, and I get plenty of crazy ideas from other people in in the community and run with it. Um, cool. Ke- Keegan, I mean, you guys have probably seen the chat, and I'll, I won't talk about it too much, but I may or may not be taking this to another extreme in the future. Uh-oh. You with extremes on planes? Come on now. We know uh, better. <laughs> Oh, you know something we need to do that we haven't done? Um, Tell me. We need to wish Dan Cruz a happy birthday because today is his birthday. Yes, that's right. Happy birthday, birthday, Dan Cruz. (laughs) I don't think he's watching, but. Yeah, I think he's, uh, they said they were going up through North Texas to come down to Flight Fest. So I know he's on the road or was on the road this morning. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm excited to see him. Him and Nancy. It was another person that was sorely missed at uh, Ohio this year. Yeah, yeah. The irony is, it's funny because it popped up on my Facebook, and I, I I wrote "Happy Birthday, see you in a week," and then I looked, and it was the same darn message from last year, and I'm like, "That's funny." Oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, wow, that's funny. 
because he was there. And so hopefully he brings a DLG. That'd be cool. Finn says yeah. he's got a couple. Yeah. 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 Sorry, yeah. I was going to yeah. say Cruz without a DLG. No, that well, ain't. I, I laughed last year because <laughs> him and him and Finn were in the middle of, you know, they were basically in the middle of the fly zone. We're just whipping around with their DLGs. Myself and Nick are having a fit because, um, in Florida, we had a hard line because there was actually, you know, a, an active runway. So we were sitting there and the planes are whipping around and I'm just like, oh, geez, Dan and Finn are going to like eat a plane from somebody, you know, and just, oh, why do you have to fly there? But it was, it turned out okay, but it was just fun to watch those two guys and man, they can DLG like a charm. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to see everybody. I haven't seen anybody uh, in a gonna, while, so it's going to be good. Yep, it's going to be yeah. it's gonna definitely going to be a nice experience, and we'll have some some fun and uh, get into some 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 mischief as usual. No, no, no. us, us, no, <laughs> no, man. <laughs> but so so Eddie, what time are you guys going to show up? In Texas. Well, I know you're already in Texas. Well, right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, when, when are you showing up at Rockdale, Texas? Um, the the plan is now uh, Pat flies in Monday. Wendy's right. going to work in the office on Monday. And when he lands, she's going to leave work, pick him up. And then depending on weather, uh, if weather's really nice, Pat and I may, as soon as he gets here, run off to my part, my airfield and go fly. Mm-hmm. And if not, we're gonna. I'm gonna take him out Tuesday and let him fly a gas-powered airplane so he'll quit crying. Yeah, Meh. he might have said something to me about that. that and then uh, I'm I'm trying to get a couple of my turbine guys to come out on Tuesday because I would oh, love to let Pat see oh, that. Oh, you're killing oh, nice. me! Hey, you know what, Andre? I've told you. I know. I know. I wish it can come in sooner, but uh, that's the way it goes. And I could even probably talk a guy into buddy boxing you on a turbine. Oh, but oh, oh just, me? not you, Andre, because he's uh, not going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always easy to attempt to talk somebody into something like that when you know they're not going to be there, right? Right. right. Um, yeah. But then uh, I think you know the with the uh, with that we'll we'll come in. You know, we'll fly. Tuesday for the day, and then we'll get up, have breakfast, everything, and then probably head that direction. Cool. Get there a little early. That way we can get a feel for where everything's at. Yeah. yeah. Find yeah, all about. the stores, gas stations, and all that. Because I'm going to probably take the gas for the generator and all that. It'll probably be gas cans will be empty. So I have to make sure we got fuel and all that. You know, about right. an hour and a half, two hour drive from you. 93 miles. <laughs> That's two hour, hour and a half with traffic. We're in, we're in no, traffic. No, dude, we're going north, so <laughs> we're going away from the traffic. So okay. I figure about an hour, fifteen or so. Really? If I, cool. if I drive like Wendy, forty five minutes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. She's not behind me anymore, so I'm safe. <laughs> no, you really. didn't. I think she's watching. She just hollered from the other room. I heard you. Yeah. <laughs> She's watching. <laughs> but yeah, so we we should be there on Halloween, probably depending on how long Pat sleeps before noon. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Aren't you supposed to pick me up from the airport? Um, you know, if Austin wants to hook me up with some gas, I might be able to make that happen. All right. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Because I'm uh, I'm expensive. 
Four dollars a mile. I mean, yeah. <laughs> In the broken sea duck. Look at that I, poor sea duck. What what who did that to your airplane, Andre? <laughs> Lewis. Lewis said in authority, man. Look at this poor thing. I was I was airplane. laughing so hard. The poor oh, guy, that poor he was airplane. Trying everything he had to save it. It was just the wind had her. Wow. And uh, oh man, it went in and I'm laughing so hard. He's like, I think I can take off. I'm like, not a chance. <laughs> not a chance. I mean, there's a there, a prop, all four props broke off. One wow. shot through the side of the fuse right here. And like it oh just it, if the battery hadn't moved, it would have probably have speared my 4S pack. <laughs> so did anything as far as like prop shafts or anything, any of it bend? I don't think so. No, I think I think that those were the HQ props. The the motor feels good. So all these parts, um, I've had this plane for a while. A lot of people were, were really upset when they saw this. I'm like, you know what? I've had this thing, what, three flight fests, four winters. I, I mean, it's the, the wings were getting good and soft. Anybody who owns a sea duck knows eventually that those wing points start to get a little flexy. And I flew. I flew this thing hard. Yeah. Flat spins, like just right to the deck and pull out. Um, but I'm ready to use all the equipment in my legend plane. So that's why I wasn't too busted up. I, it was oh, hilarious. It was just, it came down and like, you know, this wing, this wing was like a good 20 feet away. <laughs> so it, it separated good. I wish I had had an onboard nice. camera on it. Cause it would have been, it probably would have been impressive. I mean, we laughed so hard. And so it was, it was a good flying type, but I mean that, you know, Good way to end a plane. If you're going to end a flight test plane, you end it good. You know. There you go. Yeah. Yep. Because that and that one served me well. That was one of the first. I think I was a prototype. Uh, the Josh passed me. This is here. Let me know how long it takes to build it. I came back to him like six hours, dude. Six six hours of building. It's a solid build. Yeah. And There's a lot to it. It looks yeah. Like- yeah, but it's a phenomenal plane. My biggest problem with that plane, and it, to, to get it into my car, I have to load it upside down and in the back seat. You know, like it won't fit in the trunk. And every time we took it down to Flight Fest, Martin was like, "I spend the entire trip looking at your sea duck through <laughs> <laughs> the back window of my car." And uh, you know, we we had some uh, we, we we had some good flights with it. Eddie's seen it go at Flight Fest, so you know. And then that there was what the first year I went to fly and my radio died, so. <laughs> You know? So it's uh, no, it's served well, but I'm I'm looking forward to sitting down and building my legends before it snows as well, um, because that'll be a really nice that'll be a nice winter plane, and the wing comes off for transport and storage, which is good. Yeah. You'll put skis on it? Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, I've got some I've got some extra uh, Durafly ski sets kicking around, so That's awesome. I'll be putting skis on a bunch of planes very soon, I think. So. Pond. What uh? What motors do you have in that that you're putting on the legacy plane? That's the CPAC. The CPAC, okay. The G probably, whatever fifteen or whatever they are. Yeah, something like that with uh, nine four five HQs. So I will run her on four S because okay, you know, and I have forty amp ESCs in there. So that was the only reason you can't. The one tip I will give you if you do run this thing on four S and you're doing any kind of flat spins, always check your props, <laughs> your prop nuts. <laughs> you know. I flew. I, I spun a prop off on the sea duck, and it's got a whole lot of float, and it was able to bring it in. I don't know if you did that on the legend, if the plane would end as well. Gotcha. 
Certainly not on the one I built. No, it ended hard. No, I just I built mine very heavy, so if I lost a motor, it would yeah, not float very long. She's going in like a like a lead duck, yeah, a lead brick. Okay, yeah, I, I probably reinforce a lot of the stuff. I tend to be, I tend to fly them hard. I don't know. I could, I could rebuild this one and give Ryan Papp a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny before this happened. Though I was looking at this thing, going, I wonder if I could EDF a sea duck. Oh, sure you could. That would be hilarious. <laughs> it just need to be some big EDF. Oh, seven, you know, four S seventies. Come on. Yeah, that would probably do it. Yeah, that would probably do it. Just put them right on top, you know, flatten out the cowl and everything. Actually take the cowl oh. right off and just put them right on there. Yeah, because that plane is, is unusually light. Oh, it's it's such a glider. It was like I would shut the thing off and just glide around in the wind, you know. It was just, you know, you go and, you know, and you get there. And we were, uh, uh, Lewis and I, were, were, we were wind matching. And it's just kind of like I'm coming in and you're so slow and you're bouncing around. And he was taking photos of the thing as, as the wind is, and of course, you have no rudder control, right? So you're like, okay, if I, have to, if I say duck, it's because I'm coming in. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, you know, you, you put that thing on differential thrust 100%. And I just, I, I used to take that thing out to the park and the kids would watch that thing come down and thought it was crashing right because i'm just coming 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 <laughs> 10 feet off the deck just work and go you know all i what i the only stunt i didn't pull off and i was going to try and do it this winter was actually to flat spin into some really so, soft snow and just land oh, okay. you know down but i never got to it <laughs> it's all Lewis's uh, fault yeah yeah yeah. Just tape it up, dude. Go for I, I, I'm, yeah. you know, I looked at it and said, you know, I can glue this thing back together. And you punch out the nose and, you know, actually, no. Yeah, right. It's, it's, it's pretty. It's dead. <laughs> that nose. It's, it's really and truly dead. <laughs> it's light enough. You could reinforce it with hot glue. It'd be okay. Oh, I just put a couple sheets. Look, the duck has got plenty in it. Like, you could, you could reinforce that whole front end and bring it back together and everything. But I'll paint the legend in the same scheme. That way, you know, it, it's, it's tradition carries on with the, you know, the, the, the rondelles and everything. Just don't let Lewis fly it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll let him fly it. He was doing great. I was, you know, like I said, we did our FPV. He had his goblin out. And he's running that thing on four S. Oh, he's got a goblin. I'm so yeah. jealous, Lewis. He built, up, he built up a goblin. He was running on four S twenty four S twenty two hundreds. I'm like, mm, wow, this wow. Take some weight. And he had a he had a what was it? It was a, a T motor. I think an F eighty. When he and he'd been playing around, he actually told me he got a um, an, uh, a watt meter and was actually doing some some trying to do some prop tests just to get the efficiency just right. So that was impressive because cool. cool. I had been running my two other airplanes on you know seven and uh, and five inch blades, and he's like, "You should try some tri blades on those and get a little bit more efficiency." And I'm like, "I think I will." So punch up the power, punch up the amps, and it, so the ESCs to like twenty amps and and see what I can get away with. Versus those little tens or twelves. I don't know that I've got anything still running on a twelve amp ESC. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, when I built up some of these, I've got so many twenty two twenty two oh four motors, and I just had these twelve amp. And it's um, the uh, um, the one in the little Sky Hunter. It stutters on startup, so it's like and then it catches, and I'm like, oh god, I got to really change that ESC out. It's terrible. But I mean, once it gets going, you're fine. But it's like that initial startup. It's like it just doesn't want to turn over. 
I had that problem with my radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just get my finger in. <laughs> with my radio, I have to pump the throttle. And then yeah. once it gets going, yeah. it's good, but I got to pump it. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just, and I think it's just a, it's a, just a cheap bang good. One of the cheap ESCs I bought for like 10 bucks. I was going to put them in a quad and I'm like, it's just sitting there going, oh, I should, I was too lazy to take apart one of my old quads. So I just grabbed it and put some stuff into it. But right now on the bench, I think I've got a 20 amp and I'm actually, I initially had spec that airplane out to be sub 250 and I got sick of that project and I just said, that's it. I'm going to go and, and uh, it's not, it's no fun flying on those three S eight hundreds. So I'm just going to stick with the 1300s and it's a great little FPV ship. So that's awesome. Lewis said it's an F 80, 1900 KV with six by four and a half by three props. Hi, Wendy. Hi, Wendy. Everybody (laughs) says hi. Hi, Hi, Wendy. Oh, y'all are going to the store? Have fun, bye. We love you. <laughs> I've, got, I've got one plane that flies on a 12-amp ESC. Oh, well, if I'm being honest, it flies on eight 12-amp ESCs. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fun for motors, so yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, honestly, your, your, your B-52, bang for buck. I mean, those, that's funny, though, because I, I quickly Googled to see how much those motors are. And even at $13 or $14, you're still, you're still at, like, $110 worth of motors. Before but it's a 7-foot use... wingspan. Yeah, but, but think about it. How much, how much are you going to spend if you want to buy eight 50-millimeter EDFs? Yeah, what are they, 25 lot bucks, more. 30 bucks? I, mean, that's, I think it's 30 bucks just for the EDF. Yeah, and then... You know what? And then yeah. another twenty, thirty bucks for for a good ESC. Yeah, but you had them in the Valkyrie, right? <laughs> well, those were seventies. Oh, so what would that be? That would be like a hundred and forty wing inch wingspan or something. I mean, what's <laughs> no seven, uh, sorry, fourteen foot? No, it's not. It's not two times. What's uh, seventy or fifty? We oh wait, sorry. 70 over 50 times 7. That'd be almost a 10-foot wingspan. Oh, it's not much more. <laughs> no. But, but that, instead of weighing under 5 pounds, that yeah. would probably no, be no, 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 no. Just yeah. right out of the gate. Yeah, you're into 6X. This, see, you know what? When, when people do crazy builds at Flight Fest, this is something I could endorse and say, you know what? I don't have a pucker factor watching this thing fly because like you said when it goes down it's not like that giant nutball or whatever that bloody wonder that, oh, was, yeah, just, yeah. that was just gnarly <clears throat> winning because it was flying in what 10s or the giant motor oh. that would take someone's head off right yeah, so right. And it, it was overpowered so much that it was flying its own elevator off and, yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, well, and aside from that, then they had the the other, the other team that had the flying wing that did a ground like looped itself on takeoff. Yeah. That flying yeah. wing was beautiful, though. It, they just had the CG too far aft. Yeah. That thing was gorgeous. But you know what, Ben? You you may have spurred on something where we can say, you know what? It's proven that you can still build a really big, beautiful airplane, but mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be pumped. 
you know, like powered off these giant monster right. motors. So maybe, right. maybe that's something a flight says, says, Hey guys, you know, you may want to consider 1106s, 1306s and just keep it real. Like, I mean, we've seen that before and then, you know, 20 app ESCs and then, you know, it's just, it's less mass than, yeah. than, than, you know, that's actually a really well, and, 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 and it goes, it goes right down to the point with the foam board too, because it's all cheaper. Yes. Yeah. Because you start getting into those big, huge batteries, those big, huge motors, those big, huge ESCs, and they cost a lot of money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they with cause these, big fires in the field. Yeah. And you have to watch everybody run across the gro- the, 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 the soybeans. <laughs> Joshua Orchard was like a freaking gazelle. That was <laughs> fire. That was awesome. Slow motion. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Joshua. Can't wait to see you again. <laughs> I have a 70 millimeter EDF. I need to put in something. That's not, that's for your your F16. Yeah, exactly. No, no. This is well. You know what? With a foam plane, maybe. That's what I mean. Like the bend. This was bends. the original out of the um, this original motor out of the Vampire. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it would probably. I'm sorry, it's a four cell. Oh, it's four cell. Okay, it still work. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How much does your uh, F16 weigh, Ben? Um, oh gosh, I can't remember. It weighed actually. It weighs a little bit more than the A4, so I think it's like three and a half pounds. But but what's the? Okay, I should ask. What's the wing loading on it? Oh, I don't know. It's less than the space shuttle. Okay, that's good. Um, I, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know off the top of my head. Um, the, the weird thing about the F-16 versus the A-4, um, I, it's probably got uh, heavier wing loading because it's got about the same size wing, but it's heavier. Uh, the F-16 has a higher wing loading than the A-4? I think so. Um, uh, all I'm saying is, after trying to hand launch a couple of those A4s and failing miserably, because you, dude, you've got a beast of a hand launch. You you crank your left leg up and you're just like, shoom. Hey man, it's all about the form. No, well, that, and he's got to have the tube brighter. It doesn't fly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, so I mean, I yeah, I'm used to launch hand launching stuff because I've been flying slope since the beginning. That's what I but I started with, but, but also I don't, I've, I, I see guys fly like launching like a javelin, like you hold it with two hands or you hold it behind the CG. And every time I've done that, when you let go with, if, if you're, you know, if this is holding your nose and this is holding behind the wing, every time I've, I've done that and I've seen other people do it, um, this hand lets go. And then this hand comes down, which pulls the tail down, which makes you launch vertically. And it just puts your belly right in the air. And that's why I've always put, I always put my hand under the belly. Uh, with, I basically kind of try and put my hand right under the CG and sort of grip, grip the, the leading edge of the wing like this in a kind of a pancake uh, motion and fling it that way. Right. Yeah. You're, you're actually. I launched the A4 that way and I launched the F6. And the F16 is a little bit easier because you can just grab the fuselage right underneath it. But um yeah, it's no. Watching you hand launch this is really interesting. You do have you've you've put some thought into how to get them into the air. It's it, it's pretty cool. It doesn't help that you're or it doesn't hurt that you're like six foot something either. 
Yeah. <laughs> those, Some those of us photos, have no idea what that is. <laughs> I had no idea what that is. <laughs> <laughs> some really good photos of, uh, what was it? It was uh, Flight Test Stefan throwing one of those at yeah. the A4 push or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's that's that that's no good for an EDF. No, no, but and also the F-16, uh, just the the form of it is a lot cleaner. Um, it's less boxy. The way I, I laid out the, the the design of it, the folding, you know, the way it folds up. So even though it's a little bit heavier of a flight weight, um, it's aerodynamically a better airplane. And so that all works together. Just it, it just flies a little bit better. Although I've put out an update on my A4 plans, um, which increases the area of the exhaust nozzle a, a little bit, and it doesn't suffer on the noise or on the looks at all. Um, and the sorry, I keep looking over my computer. It's it's right behind the computer. Um, the the A4 with that. A little bit larger nozzle area. Uh, it it flies almost as good as the F sixteen. It doesn't do the high oh, alpha like like the F sixteen does because it doesn't have the big all moving tails. But yeah, but it's still That's a, it moves it, around. That was the whole problem with my uh, Mig twenty one. Was I just constricted the nozzle too much? I yeah. need to rebuild that. No, it's sitting right there. It's all crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was something that I actually took a cue. Again, was it the same guy that suggested that I build the B-52? He's a propulsion engineer at work. Oh, cool. I, I asked him, um, I mean, we don't, we're not dealing with gas power, you know, turbines or anything. But I just said, you know, when you're talking about a nozzle flow, what's the best kind of geometry? How do I, what would you, you know, suggest for the least amount of losses and, um, the most amount of thrust basically, cause that's what we want to have. And that's, he's the one that, that suggested that I have, um, from wherever the end of, <coughs> from where the end of the, of the fan duct, <coughs> from the fan duct, um, you want to have a constant area tube just straight back until wherever your nozzle is and then have your nozzle come down right, oh, s- right at the very end. So okay. You have, you have the no no constriction in the airflow um, until the very end when it just necks right back next down to the nozzle. Yeah. Interesting. You're not back pressuring because even if you even if so I have say I have my my nozzle is this long. If I go a constant taper from here down to here over this distance, or if I go a constant diameter and then a short nozzle at the end, that long tapering tube is going to have way more losses because you're, it's building up a boundary layer inside and it's basically um, just scrubbing away um, pressure. You're, you're over-constricting it right. just because of the boundary layer. Yeah. I didn't know that. See, I've always seen the thrust tubes being conical. I, yeah. That's really interesting. And actually, that's that's the main difference between the F-16 and the A-4, or my, my kits. Yeah is the A4 has an 18-inch long thrust tube that's a constant taper cone from the EDF to the nozzle. And the F16 has a 10-inch thrust tube that is a constant diameter, and then it has like a 3-inch nozzle at the very end. 
Really interesting. Okay. Hmm. So, yeah. Do you have a uh, build video for your F-16? I unfortunately don't have build videos for anything out. Okay. Um, I'm only asking because I have a kit sitting over there that Blake Ziegler. I know it's something you, that <laughs> I know it's something that I sh- that I probably should be better about doing. I just oh, I, I, guess. Have, I just don't have time and and a really good setup to do it. You know, I mean, by the yeah. time I get things wrapped up, I mean with. I don't know. Five year olds take a lot of a lot of time, you know, out of your day. Well, and then you got to yeah, put the they camera do that. on a fan blade and like move the table and yeah, all the craziness yeah, that yeah, you did that, the last that's, time. That's my build table right there. Because <laughs> I remember when we did the Bugatti, you had a camera hanging off your fan. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ceiling fan, right? Yep. Yep. That's great. We, we need to say hi to Asbjorn as well. Asbjorn! Asbjorn! Yes! <laughs> hey, dude. We don't get to see the Viking much. Uh, dude, he needs to get back over here. He's quiet and he's racing cars. Yeah. Yeah. He He's like, what? He He's like competing like nationally now or something. He's like up in the top, top of the performers in Norway. Something like that, like yeah. seventh or something like that. That's yeah. crazy. He got crazy good. Yeah. Went from building real cars to little RC cars. Absolutely. Nothing wrong with that. That's how you make it work. There you go. I mean, look at Ben, engineer. Now he just builds all these crazy airplanes that everybody loves. Had a foam board. <laughs> no, that's not the only. That's not the only place he's built them though. No, no. Well, you got your hands in something, you know, full scale out there. So Mm -hmm. your lifting body, flying wing, wide body thing on the computer. We haven't built that yet. No, yet. What 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 size ESCs you going to use in that one? (laughs) (laughs) They're sixty amp. I don't know. Yeah, Pratt and Whitney, hundred thousand amp. <laughs> right. <laughs> Love those hundred thousand amp ESCs. Yeah, I can't wait to see the battery for it. <laughs> Ten megawatt. Roll that in on the forklift. Uh, that's going to be one of those two uh, gigawatt things. Yeah, one point twenty-one gigawatts. <laughs> but. So, everybody sounds like they're getting kind of tired. Is everybody all yeah. right? Or? <laughs> I, dude, I have to open tomorrow, so I have to be oh, at 6 a.m. Yeah. You poor soul. Who are okay. you opening for? What show? <laughs> He's going to Tijuana in the morning. <laughs> that's right. Hey, that's my backyard. Hello, <laughs> Cleveland. <laughs> Try the roast beef. It's a, we're opening for Spinal Tap tomorrow. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah, it's going to be, uh, yeah, next week is going to be a mad rush for a couple of days at work and then uh, a really early morning flight. Yeah. What time do you fly out? Uh, 6 a.m. Oh, that's not bad. You only be at the airport, what, like 3 4 o'clock? <laughs> 
Exactly. Yeah, it's the first national international hop. At least I'm going U.S. right away versus to Toronto. That's always a disaster. So, are you flying direct, uh, or you got to change over anywhere? Well, I got to change over a few times. I wasn't paying attention. What? When, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, any, anything I do, man, there are never any direct flights for, for for coming out of Canada. You live in Ottawa, right? Yes, sir. It's kind of a significant city. Yeah, it's United, but I I wasn't paying attention. I got to do an extra hop that I wasn't paying attention to, so it's it's no big deal. But like I said, I'm gonna be on the ground by like one thirty, so it isn't that bad. It's it's six hours of travel in total, right? So I'm like, meh, whatever. Well, it, it was better than Mike. Mike, that one jaunt you had was from I don't know, like somewhere down south to North Dakota to Atlanta, then maybe to oh. New York, and then back then to Kansas City, something ridiculous like that. Yeah. I, I do a lot of those. Well, here's the nice thing is flying down to Austin. It's a direct flight. I leave at oh, 640. Sweet. I arrive in Austin at 1010 in the morning. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I should be at uh, Apache Pass by, I'm figuring 1130 at the latest because I have to pick up my rental. Yeah. Right. Are you going to hit your hotel first or are you going to go there first? No, I'll go to the Apache Pass first. Cool. All right, yeah, so my hotel later. So I know what time we need to be there now. <laughs> well, that's on that's on Thursday. Oh, that's right. You're coming in yeah. a day later than everybody yeah. else. That's yeah, so I don't. I don't. He's I normal. Don't. He's normal. <laughs> I had to. No, had to he is not. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm far from normal. I'm staying in Hearn, Texas. H e a r n e. Okay. Who? Yeah. Right. Exactly. I don't know. That was the closest. Uh, uh, holiday in so mm-hmm. cool guys uh, yeah well, yeah I think we I probably am. ought to get off here everybody's appears to be tired and they seem like they're out of stuff to talk about which is good although I will say one more thing um, I was in Ohio a couple weeks ago and got to see Mike and uh, Chris yeah, yeah. Oh, you guys sure. talked about it on your Yep. On your podcast, so it was good to have an adult beverage with those guys. Yep. Oh my god, they, that's always a good time. Those guys are such good dudes. Oh man, and Mike just makes me laugh so. Hard. <laughs> oh my god, that guy—he is ridiculous. He, he is cracks out me. of hand. He cracks me up so much. But well, Luis, just go ahead and book a trip and come to Texas and and it'll yeah. Be- <laughs> It's not expensive, Luis. Oh, he can't come because he got to go to Canada. So sorry about it. <laughs> oh, that's right. Up there. Oh, see, he went to Canada in the cold. I don't care. He got to go hang out with my Canadian friends. So yep. nope, he is completely grounded from Texas. <laughs> so, so Andre, <laughs> are you sir. bringing Martin to Texas? No, he he couldn't fit in my luggage. Oh <laughs> man, come on. No, no I uh, yeah. That would have been that would have been fun. That would have been um, fun. He's a good guy. Yeah. yeah, I think I think officially I might be the only Canadian going to the Texas event this year. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully another Canadian will prove you wrong. Okay. Well, Andre, I will bring both of your flags. Oh yes, 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 yes. Great, 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 great. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll put them somewhere. We'll put them on the command tent. There did you go. find the? Did you find the find the magnetic uh, Canadian flag I put on your car? Oh, I did. Cool. And, and Martin's is no longer. It, it's rained so much that Martin's is actually faded color wise. I stuck <laughs> it on my compressor because the sticker was so wet that it was kind of hot. I didn't want it to, to be destroyed. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I, I have to make sure that I find Martin a Texas flag before you. you oh, actually, yes. Make sure you do that, and I'll bring it home for him that we can have. Awesome. It. So yeah, awesome. Yeah, I'll probably find one for. 
myself. And yeah, I'll pick them up at the Home Depot because in Lowe's they sell them there. Excellent, excellent. Lowe's is better, much yeah, better. You, you uh, probably buy a soda pop, and they probably give you one. You know. <laughs> Well, you can get like a you know one the size of my wall for like three dollars. Yeah, everything's yeah. huge here. Because you buy a seven fifty mil of Jack Daniels and you get a rifle. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, one of my one of my good friends uh, works in in Texas, so where he's uh, and he's not too far. I don't remember if he's Houston or Austin where he lives. But he uh, he's gonna try and make it to the to the field that weekend just to to meet up because we haven't seen each other for at least two or three years. So yeah, it's gonna be a be a good time. That's awesome. Cool. Absolutely, I I sure look forward to seeing everybody there. That's for sure. All right, is is somebody messing with my camera? No, nope, that's you. That's nope. you. no, it is it is is completely muting itself. My hands are off. Now it just <laughs> now you're back. No, but you're, you're moving around. What you know, switching between your laptop camera here? and your external camera. What's your, happening your, here? Your USB is overloading. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. Why is it doing that? I don't know. It hates you. There you go. Like you started talking bad about Home Depot and things went. Out. <laughs> uh, those orange people. They're a mess. <laughs> They're closer to my house by about. 50 yards. Okay. <laughs> Somebody was right. messing with my camera. No, nope. All right, guys. Nope, not at all. Uh-huh. I can. I mean. I know you can. There. You just did. You turned it I off. Just, I just did it. Don't turn them on. Ah, there oh, whoa. This is PG. Oh. <laughs> So, so Mike, the last question I have to ask is, are you going to make a Fat Lewis or Flat Lewis? Fat Lewis? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know what? I should. Oh, we should totally do that. (laughs) There's an idea. I may. Yeah. Luis, you may be in trouble, brother. (laughs) We're all going to have our way with you. Yeah. Not just one, but everybody. Mm. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> Such a sad, sad day for Lewis. Mm-hmm. Uh, poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> you could be in some serious trouble, brother. <laughs> I uh, I asked Josh if I could fly his giant sea duck. Yeah, and he said yes. Yeah, after I after I posted pictures of mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. my god. If, if, I would love to fly something that that. That that scale, that would be amazing to see. Yeah, it would be great. Mm-hmm. Flat spins from hell. <laughs> Andre, do you know if that one's bigger than the first one they built? The one that they did years ago with him and Noah, I think. I yeah. I, I don't yeah. know. I think it's probably the same principle, but this one didn't look like the wing detached. Oh, so it's a new big one. It's yeah. A, oh yeah, it's painted up. It's beautiful. Yeah, because oh, the old one, I, the old one's still in his garage, and the wings are very flappy. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, okay, guys. Well, let's go Is ahead there, and wrap this up. Uh-huh. Um, you guys have a good one. Um, for the three out of the four, I will see you guys next week. I wish I was seeing Ben as well. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, ben. Always enjoy seeing Ben. Um, to everyone that's listening, Boeing's to get your butt out there, buddy. Yeah, really. <laughs> Pat's got Pat's got a tent big enough to sleep you. There you go. But um, for everybody listening, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. 
Um, for the people that are going to be there, can't wait to see you guys and hang out because I sure miss you in Ohio. Um, for the people that aren't coming, sorry, wish you would be there. I can't make flat everybody's, but I think I think <laughs> I think Luis is going to get one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> poor bastard. Yeah, well, yeah. right. He started. He, that. he did. <laughs> he started this more. Oh, man. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Andre, um, Eddie, Ben, thanks for coming on, guys. Yeah, my uh, pleasure, bud. No problem. Yeah. To all the listeners out there, hopefully we will be on this a little more often. Uh, we plan on getting Ben back on to talk more about that uh, B-52 and some of the things that he's working Absolutely. on. Absolutely. And uh, we've got a couple more guests lined up. Matter of fact, I think we're going to get Keegan Sponholes on here to talk about uh, – some of the college aviation stuff that he's dealing with. Cool. Um, cool. Hopefully we cool. can get some other people on um, as well. And again, yeah. thanks for listening. Thanks for being here guys. And Pat, what do you got to say? I just want to say, Eddie, yes, I'll see sir. you in three days. Andre, I will see you in five days, four days. Mike, I'm going to give you a big hug, brother. Um, ben, I wish you were coming. I really do. Um, you you inspire me. Um, you really do. Uh, you're an awesome guy. And, man, you're talented. Um, <laughs> and I just – I'm looking forward to the, to the event, the venue, the everybody that's going to be there. Hope to meet a bunch of new people there um, and hope to see a bunch of old friends as well. Absolutely. Eddie? Guys, I can't wait to see you guys, especially Andre. No offense to you guys, but, you know, he's got to come from another country. Ben, you're close enough. You should have finagled your wife to let you come down for a day or two. (laughs) Trust me. He was the one that wanted us to go. Oh, I know, and I I hated that you guys couldn't come, but, you know, maybe this turns into a big thing and we do this again next year, but you know, I can't wait to see you guys. I can't wait to see everybody. It's going to be a blast. <clears throat> Absolutely. Ben. I'm bummed. I can't see you guys there. Um, I'm hoping you guys are going to have a great time. Um, you're gonna, it's going to be great weather. Just bring the boots and you won't need them. Cause that's what happened to me last year. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, yeah, we almost were able to come, but then, I mean, we had a family trip to Europe and then another family trip. My sister just moved to Alabama. So, um, but I'm, I'm, thank you guys for all your comments. I love, I love sharing. I mean, with everything I do, I don't, I don't, uh, do it for, you know, for the attention. I do it cause it's fun. And so, you know, if someone else sees something in it, then that's cool too. Hope that's you guys awesome. have a great time. I'm already thinking about about Ohio next year. Don't worry. There you go. Awesome. You go. Yeah. Okay, Andre. Well, uh, I'm 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 actually really excited about the trip coming up. It's uh, well timed and a well deserved um, getaway from the the busy work environment that I have. I'm super excited to work with all these. You know, we've got a new batch of volunteers and a lot of excited people. Um, and, and again, thank you for having me on. Hey, Ben, it was awesome to do some cross examination and talk with you about some of your projects. That's fun. And uh, of course, Mike, uh, Pat, and Andy, thank you uh, for the invite. Absolutely, man. Wouldn't have not had it. Without Thanks for. Thank you for coming, man. Yeah, and no say problem. hi. Absolutely. Say hi to those. Uh, 
two amateur guys that you do the podcast with for us. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, I'm going to be doing two two hour podcasts, and you know, this this weekend. But uh, the rest of the weekend looks like the weather's going to be pretty soggy, so I won't mind being indoors chatting. There you go. Well, again, guys, thanks a lot for uh, being on, and we'll see y'all soon. All right. All right. Thanks, Mike. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye. Take care, Bye, guys. Everybody.